Hello and welcome to Start Over Coffee. My name is Shaquilla Smith and I lead the community and marketing here at Start. Start Over Coffee is all about having conversations with creators in the Salt Lake City area. And for today, we'll be interviewing Terry Tito, who is the founder and CEO of WIMCO. And WIMCO is a child carrier engineer for protection and we'll be discussing the bootstrapping of her startup, um, the design and functions of WIMCO. So, hey, Terry, how are you? I'm doing great, Shay. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Today's a really beautiful day, and I'm very happy to have you on the podcast and get to talk about WOMGO. Perfect. Perfect. I'm excited. You know, I can talk about that all day, so you better be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get you started. Let's have you talk a little bit about WOMGO, just the product itself, and then kind of diving a little bit into the story of WOMGO and how that all got started. Sure. Well, um, in order to to talk about the product, I'd like to talk to you about how I came up with the idea and why I did. I've been doing, you know, I've done a lot of hiking over the years. I know that you're a big outdoor person too. And that's a great thing. We both live in Utah and part of life for me. And um, I saw more and more young families out hiking with their kids. And I noticed that they were using the same child carrier I used for my son over 25 years ago. And that's cool and all, except on a mountain, it just didn't look safe to me. And I saw these young athletic families shooting past me. And when, (laughs) right, you know, so when they got in front of me and I got that vision of the child in a backpack carrier and their head bopping around and I saw rocks on the ground and elevations and whatnot, I just thought, oh man, you know, if that parent falls, that child's gonna get seriously injured. So so every time I would go out and see carriers, whether it was in the city or on nature trails, I just always thought of that. And um, and then I even, it got to be such a, I guess, obsession that I started going to stores to see what was available to parents, um, anywhere that would sell child carriers. And I saw their dilemma. Uh, they just didn't have anything more protective on the market. Um, whether it's a front carrier for small babies or a backpack carrier for older toddlers, they're both made from cloth. They leave the child's head exposed to injuries. So I'm an artist, I'm a mom, a designer, and, um, and then I've been an entrepreneur all my career. So I knew I could fix this problem. And I started thinking about what materials I could use that would actually have impact, um, you know, absorbing materials. And then also shield a child. And as a designer and artist, I started drawing what I thought would look good. And then I started calling some of my friends who are engineers and uh, that's when the ball started rolling. Um, Yeah, so we, I designed uh, WOMGO, which is uh, engineered for protection and designed for adventure so that I could offer active parents a better option. I love that. How has the product developed over the years and, and what was the first prototype versus now look like? Like how much has it changed and how, what have you learned about child safety? Oh man, I wish I could show you the first drawing, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's on like lined paper with a pen and um, it's come a long way. It's uh, it, it really has. Um, I, I got my, my engineers that I used are in Santa Monica, which is where I am right now. And um, 
they are experts at engineering high-end bicycle helmets and motorsports protective gear. I just hit the jackpot with them. And they also have a television show. It's not on right now, but um, it came on right after Shark Tank. And the name of the show is Make Me a Millionaire Inventor. And they would take prototypes that didn't look good and make them into like amazing prototypes. And so when I got the appointment with them and they loved my idea, they created the 3D CAD model. They did feasibility tests on it. They, they made sure that it's going to pass all compliance. Um, so it was super exciting that it got that far. And then um, my first prototype, you know, I've, I've been bootstrapping this since its conception. So if I had lots of funds, I'd have the Mercedes-Benz of prototypes by now. <laughs> <laughs> but the first prototype um, that I did was made in a 3D printer. And it was a conceptual prototype to show uh, what exactly the product is meant to do. And, um, and since then, I entered the European Product Design Award. And that was uh, just last year. I won um, the uh, European Product Design Award for child safety. And we were the only winners in that category, which really validated this product that parents really need it. So super excited. Yeah. It's engineered like a bicycle helmet. I don't know if I said that yeah. and it's designed like a child carrier. So someone said, I, you know, maybe you should call it the baby body helmet. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I like Wimgo, honestly, maybe because I've known it just as Wimgo this entire time, you know, so I'm, I'm like hooked on it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think looking at child safety and looking at that problem and being observant is like really cool. I, I know in Utah, I noticed that too, being in the mountains and you see that a lot actually, and it's so needed. And I think this is the perfect market for that as well. Thanks. Well, you know, before I started designing anything, I went online and I did a lot of research and I found a 20 year study that was published in the American Journal of Pediatrics. And during this 20 year study, they wanted to know whether or not child carriers and strollers were safe. That's why they had a 20 year study. During that time, wow. uh, over 368,000 kids were injured and brought to hospitals. And over half of those injuries were related to child carriers. And over half of those injuries resulted in trauma to the child's head. So I'm talking about wow. serious, serious head injuries, um, traumatic brain injuries, skull fractures, um, lacerations to the child's face, concussions. I mean, these are really serious injuries. And this amounts to still today, 17,000 kids under the age of five each year injured in stroller and carrier accidents, where I said like a majority of those are from carriers. One child every 30 minutes. It could be, you know, it, I don't want it to be my grandkid. I don't want it to be yeah. any, you know, I don't want it, parents, Parents are out there doing something positive for their kids when they're wearing them on nature trails, but also child carriers allow parents freedom, freedom to, to run errands and be hands-free and not have to slow down. And I'm not saying that they haven't made any improvements to safety over the thousands of years that child carriers have been around. I mean, they've been around for centuries really. Um, because they have made some improvements, but since most of the injuries result in trauma to the child's head, they've completely ignored the big pink elephant in the room, which is, you know, let's protect those kids' heads. Let's protect their neck. Let's, you know, so that's, 
they they haven't done enough I don't think yeah I agree I think we could always do better in regards to safety even seat belts in our car seem not as safe as it could be you know there's so many things the airbag could be safer I mean even as adults but especially children you know I I think it's awesome what you're doing and obviously makes a huge impact in people's lives direct like directly and um with our innovative technology now we should be doing those things and we should be focusing on those things yeah especially since it's such an important piece of equipment for parents so that it gives them ease of you know it, it makes them be able to conduct their life easier um you know hey it's actually i have a great photo of a child carrier from 1941 it looks the same as the backpack carrier today i'm like 1941 <laughs> that is a long time ago and you know and even after this 20 year study and one i mean yeah we could do better uh, elon musk he he has a, a quote that i absolutely love and it's uh there's lots i don't know if i'm know if i'm quoting this right so <laughs> But it's, there's a lot of things that are improbable, but there's very few things that are impossible. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd agree. Um, if you could put your mind to it, most of the time you could do it, you yeah. know? And I, I want to talk a little bit about, because we're kind of like on this topic, but it's like, how are you different than a lot of the the carriers on the market right now. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of difference in what your product is in comparison yeah. already based off what you've said, but regarding the design and um, just the use of product and, and things like that, um, how versatile WOMGO is compared to other products, I would love to talk about that a little bit more. Sure. Well, thank you. Um, it's it stands out. Um, it's way different. First, it's it's innovative design. It's state of the art. It looks so different. People are going to be, or they already are when they see it. They're like, "Wow, what is that? I like that." And um, it's lightweight, so that's similar to what what carriers are today. So I use bicycle materials so that it is lightweight, so parents can wear it for a long period of time but it has that hard outer shell that shields the child's head, spine and body like no other carrier out there if, if a parent trips and falls. Um, a kid is going down at 60 miles per hour if they're on your shoulders and you know to offer at least a buffer would be is, is a, I think a good idea. Um, the interior cockpit is heavily padded um, so that not only is comfortable, where carriers today are just made from one thin piece of cloth, so it's very comfortable, but it um, also offers more protection surrounding the child's uh, body. Um, we will be, you know, we're the only carrier that offers impact, um, impact uh, protection. We're the only carrier that uh, offers safety, really, so, uh, complete safety. Um, we're the only carrier um, made with a hard outer shell. Everything else is made from fabric. Um, we're the only carrier that has that unique shape. Um, so we have a lot of uniqueness. Uh, we're we're gonna we're keeping the uh, retail price similar to what's on the market. Uh, our retail price. Uh, 
compares to um, the leading backpack carriers on the market right now. So I don't want to charge a premium. But one of the most exciting things about the product the parents really love is that it's multifunctional. I forgot, I, I can't believe I didn't already mention this, but by snapping the hard outer shell of the backpack carrier into wheels, it'll become, it becomes a stroller. You snap it into uh, your, a base in your car and it becomes a car seat and snap it onto the back of your bike and it becomes a bike carrier. So it's the whole line of mobility products that parents need, um, one click of a button. So they love this because they're like, oh my gosh, you know, you don't have to go store to store to buy big bulky items and then take them into your house and try to find a place to store these things. You know, once you snap the, once you put the attachment where it belongs, it stays there and, um, and there's no storing of anything really. Well, and, and in that life, it's so multifunctional. I think it's so affordable too, because right, most people, they have to get a stroller and they have to get a car seat and all of those purchases add up to be a lot. And then plus the storage, you know? So I think the product is so brilliant in the way that it's multifunctional. It even makes it better than it already is. Um, so I, I kind of want to talk a little bit on the design side um, I know you mentioned fabrics um, that people do use. What fabrics do they use? And then I know you use the, the helmet fabric. What made you um, move towards that? And um, what made you decide that? Yeah, well, I, you know, I, mean, I don't know how my brain works like that, but I mean, I thought about <laughs> it within like few few minutes. I mean, I was just like Amazing. thinking and boom, I thought, oh, but at first I thought motorcycle helmet. Because I was thinking, what has the most protection, the fastest impact? And of course, it's really probably a motorcycle helmet, um, but it's too heavy and it's too hot for kids to be put in for a long period of time. And, uh, and then that's when it just came to me, bike helmet, you know, and I went and got my bike helmets out of my closet and started putting heavy weights in them and, you know, that's how that came about. But the interior lining is going to have a fabric that's wipe, you can wipe clean. And that's a coolant um, fabric. So to keep the child cool and doesn't get hot, the colors will be coordinated as such as well. But the one thing about the product is like, I want fashionable people, you know, <laughs> like, I love the way this looks, because I'm, I'm, I've always been in the fashion industry. And and so it's really important to me to not have anything that clashes um, with our outfits. Um, and whether it's in the city or on nature trails, it's kind of funny because I've been over the last, since I've been working on this, taking a lot of photos, people are like, why are you taking a photo of my kid <laughs> in a stroller? Or, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, can I take your photo and get their permission and um, talk to them about carrying kids and stuff. But a lot of them in the city are wearing mostly black strollers, black carriers. Um, but the ones that you, you see, the backpack carriers, you don't see them in the city. Backpack carriers, on nature trails, and you'll know you notice you'll notice this now, especially since we're talking about it. They are they look like they're for the outdoors. You know, they look like they're made, um, and and I, I you know they, they they suit a great purpose. But right. they're tan or navy or orange. <laughs> I right. don't want to say red or you know I don't know. Um, almost look like outdoor gear, and um, I want Wumgo to have a. a a different feel to it. I want like it to look, look. look. Yeah. Look. You can look <laughs> in the city or on nature trails. You don't, yeah. you know, I think that, that that's my goal. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm cheating because I know your designs and I've seen it before and mm-hmm. I love it. it and this is um, interesting. And it, as you were talking and you you quoted Elon Musk, I was like, well, I could totally see it being in like a Tesla. Like that's the vibe I get from your product, like in the design. And it's so, cause it's so innovative. Um, and I haven't seen the product in real life yet, but based off the designs and the modeling, it looks like it's going to be, like you said, like sleek, you could wear it in the city and then you could be out in the mountains. And outdoors. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think a lot of the design, um, is set beautifully and purposefully based off of kind of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this might be rearing off a little bit from what we're talking about, but I want to talk a little bit about yourself as an entrepreneur, because this is a lot of, I mean, you said it yourself a little bit is, oh, I don't know how I came up with it. I just came up with it, but you're mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, design oriented. Your brain is very much creative, but you're also very detail oriented. Um, so I just want to talk, like, have you talk about yourself as an entrepreneur and the history of you as an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh, wow. I appreciate that. Um, it's just always been really important to me to not have a glass ceiling, you know, to be able to, I have a sky's the limit type of attitude and even further than the sky, you know, the moon's the limit uh, or whatever. Um, so I've been very creative with my life. I've been very open, um, trying new things. There was a book that I read when I was, you know, I don't even think I was really a young stage, but the alchemist, alchemist, um, it's like, try as many things as possible and you will become the smartest person in the, in the, in the world or in the room or whatever. And that's what, that's what I've done. When I, um, I had, I am a cosmetologist by trade. Um, I did not know I could get an art degree. I'm also an artist. I've been an artist all my life. Um, So I didn't just go work for the largest, best hair salon when I started. I did that for maybe a year. And then I went on to work for myself. I didn't like the way my paychecks looked, to be honest with you. And um, I didn't like sharing at that point. And (laughs) I opened a salon called Whistles on the second floor of Michigan Avenue, not just a mom and pop shop. on a street corner somewhere in Chicago. I went to the you know Mag Mile right away, but I didn't realize that location, location, location is so important. I learned that the hard way. I got uh, had my salon, negotiated the leases. I had no employees, just myself. You know, so uh, I I got lucky because I was on the second floor. I put a sandwich board sign on the first floor. I threw paint on it, and this is a very conservative area, but I didn't know that all of the leading advertising agencies were nearby. And when they would go to lunch, all the creatives, they would see that sandwich board sign and they came up to the second floor. And I got just the best, best clientele. And um, we had advertising you know, done for us for free. And um, we started doing all these hair shows and nightclubs at midnight, you know, we'd be like, you know, at the limelight and all the really hot clubs. And, oh man, it was just so fun. And um, after eight years of owning that salon, doing really well, I opened another salon and uh, had a a more sophisticated vibe. We were the only matchmaking hair salon um, probably ever um, invented or (laughs) imagined. And um, it was called The Parlor. 
And the whole tagline was meet me in the parlor. And uh, I got the idea from a, an opera called the uh, Barber of Seville. Um, so, I mean, my clientele then was just huge already and it even grew more because I went to all the model, I went to the modeling agencies in Chicago and we got all the new faces coming in. And then I went to the concierge at the boutique hotels and we started getting celebrities and we had all these professional, young professionals. And that was just uh, crazy. We wound up in national magazines like Cosmo and InStyle. And um, I don't know, we just, it was an, an eight, yeah, again, eight years must, you know, I, I, I went on to publish a magazine then. So, I mean, I've always, I've done a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but this is the most important thing that I've, Moongo, and the most important um, thing that, I'm, that I've ever worked on that means so much to me. It's not a vanity product. It's not uh, about design or anything materialistic. It's, it's to save kids and to give parents peace of mind. And if I could leave the planet doing something that to me is, is that meaningful, I will be very, very happy. <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, with your history and you as an artist, even right now, you're a serial entrepreneur. Like you are seriously a serial entrepreneur. And um, it's amazing that you've really taken the time and energy to put it into something before, you know, you don't have any time left <laughs> to do this, you know, because I think a lot of people don't think about like, what's the last product I want to create before I go yeah. and I go right now I could go in like a day, <laughs> but you okay. know, you really had to sit down and think how safety is really important for the world and how impactful it is. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember when my dad used to throw us in the back of his Chevy Impala, there were no seatbelts. We'd go to the beach <laughs> and on a Saturday and we were bouncing around that car, sitting on his lap behind the steering wheel. I mean, that's the days I grew up in. And um, so, you know, nobody wore bike helmets at the time. There were no seatbelts. There were no, no airbags. And all those things over the last 50 years um, are very in fashion still, you know, very, very important. And somehow um, the, the child carriers uh, were, uh, I, well, I don't know about ignored, but... Um, they got overlooked. And, yeah. um, and, it, and, and to me as an entrepreneur for all this time, it's super exciting. This opportunity is exciting. The fact that, you know, I'm capable of, you know, building a team. I know I don't know everything that there is to know about manufacturing, but I sure I'm learning. And I know over the years that I've been an entrepreneur, I know how to, to get the right people. I know how to make those appointments and and get people involved. So that's what that's what's exciting about this is that nobody in the last couple of years that I've been working on this has said it's a bad idea. Everyone wants to get involved. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and how could they not, you know? Um, and I really, I really think the bootstrapping aspect of your business is remarkable as well because like you're saying, people want to help. Um, you've been working on this for some time now, but it's like. I mean, bootstrapping it is a whole other mountain to climb. And so how has that been? Um, and how has the progress been? Um, how has the timeline looked like? Because every entrepreneur um, has to deal with the crazy timeline. Um, they put it in your, their head and then it ends up being extended for some reason. And um, what, 
what really is, I guess, the biggest thing for you now with the bootstrapping? What what funds do you need to exceed, like to excel a little bit? Um, what what's kind of your process right now? Yeah, well, currently we're vetting investors, and the bootstrapping is not working fast (laughs) but I had to get to a certain point to get investors to realize that this is serious and it's going to happen and um and I'm at that point now so we are fundraising a two million dollar seed round um currently and uh to get into manufacturing but super excited um well okay first you asked about you asked a couple questions, but bootstrap. Yeah. I filled my car. I had a really cool car. That's gone. Um, I slept on friends. Uh, no, I wouldn't say sofas. I did have a bedroom, but um, uh, they've helped out. Um, so, and and I would pay my last penny to see this go farther. And I do actually. I, it's it's money well spent, in my opinion. But. Um, I recently won the 20, no, not, I recently won Launch Boom's largest, world's largest crowdfunding pitch competition. That was just a month ago. That's got me super busy. And what I won was basically a crowdfunding, um, all of the marketing, all of the video, all of the um, IP protection, everything that you could possibly need in business services. It was 130, no, almost $130,000 worth of business services to get Wimgo launched, you know, to to pre-sell, not to get it launched, it's not money, but to pre-sell my first 5,000 units is what our goal is. And and then some, because these, and Launch Boom selected Wimgo as one of the top five finalists out of the thousands and thousands of, of, products they see all the time, their team picked Woomgo as one of the top five. So I was very, very thrilled about that. And then on top of that, then we had um, all five of us pitched. Uh, the judges were off the charts, like um, Kevin Harrington. He's one of the original judges from Shark Tank. He was a judge. Dave Meltzer was a judge. Uh, um, the head of sales from Indiegogo was a judge and the president of Launch Boom. And um, I'm missing somebody. Oh, um, Ken Burris, who was in manufacturing, which I won that too. I won $25,000 with manufacturing. I'm like, I'm just so psyched about that, that win. Um, and so that's part of, part of uh, our package now is that we are going to have Kickstarter campaign, not Kickstarter. Oops. Um, probably go with it. We are going with Indiegogo. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. I'm really excited for you. I've just been so antsy to see it go live, like in the market. Um, because I, I mean, knowing you, I've heard kind of the story and, and um, the progress slowly but surely. And I just know Wungo is going to be such a huge game changer in the market. Oh, thank you. I just, can I tell you about the name real quick? The Wungo yeah. name, how I got that? Um, Wungo... <laughs> First, I was going to spell it differently, but I probably don't even need to tell you that. And it went through a couple different ways. How are we going to sell? It was going to be womb. And then guys were like, I don't want to wear a womb. And then it was like, how about if I spell it with double O's? And then how about if I, um, you know, then I just thought womb go. And I spelled it with a W with a umlaut over the U. So it looks like a smile. It's a smiley face, basically, because it's a happy product. And then um, 
parents feel the most protect they the first time parents feel protected, like they're protecting their child is when they're in the womb. You know, they see an ultrasound, they see the heartbeat and they're like, boom, you know, um, wow, we've got to be careful about what we eat and what we do and all this stuff. And so I wanted to name it womb and then womb go is just so obvious. And so I'm really super excited about the name. It it looks good. And I have the wombgo.com domain name. So we have the uh, landing page up. It looks really nice. And yeah, so that's how I got the name. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I have um, made just like assumptions based off the name. It's literally what I thought, (laughs) but I don't know. Cause sometimes, you know, names, it's like businesses, sometimes it really does match the business and sometimes it doesn't at all. There's some businesses that it's just random, you know? (laughs) So, but yours is very purposeful and that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, I uh, wanted to hit on one more thing regarding like bootstrapping and kind of where you're headed. I know you're in a, you're, you're just a one woman team um, right now um, with some help from others, but what does it look like as far as now with this competition that you won and allocating the funds and, you know, raising more capital as far as your team goes? Um, Are you going to start building a team soon? Um, You're like on the horizon of very exciting things. So I want to know. Super excited. I have my COO who's on board now. And um, I don't know, miracle miracles. It's the lead engineer who engineered uh, Wungo, the backpack carrier. So he's my first, he was, he's the founder of um, Bluefish. And uh, now he's he's a, a, on board as COO. He's Martin Delgard. He's fabulous. He um, he has a PhD in mechanical engineering. Amazing. He's an expert at um, engineering uh, high-end bicycle helmets and motorsports protective gear. Um, he's just a cool guy who has uh, a lot. He's very brilliant. He's brilliant. So I'm thrilled. It's it's like an honor to have him on the team. So I do have a team. And then as we get funded, <laughs> as we get funded, um, I have my um, e-commerce, uh, they're, they're actually here, e-global management and their digital marketing company. Um, and they take uh, companies and scale them globally. Um, so I'm really super excited about that. And Stoll Reeves is my legal team, but a lot, I have identified every, my whole team. Once I get funded, it'll, it's, it's all there. My manufacturers identified everything. That's amazing. Well, that's yeah. exciting. I'm so excited for you. Um, what are, how can people find you? Um, social media, your website, wumgo.com, I'm assuming. Um, but how can people find you and support you and what can they look out for in the next six to to 12 months. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you can find me, you can email me anytime at T-E-R-I at wombgo.com. Um, the next six months, you will, will be doing a, a Indiegogo campaign and um, please join our website, join our journey uh, at wombgo.com and subscribe so that I have your email and I could uh, get back to you. Um, so yeah, we plan to launch uh, within, once we get funded, we plan to launch like right away. And, uh, that's our goal. We'll sell our first 5,000 units direct to consumer through our Wumgo website. Um, we're going to launch with our backpack carrier. Then, uh, year two, we're introducing our front carrier, the Wombie for small babies. It's really super exciting because 
you know, uh, I have a great, you know, the design is amazing for that. And um, then year three, we, uh, and we'll, we'll be entering into retail stores like uh, independent outdoor retail stores, independent baby product stores, uh, as well as national chains. We are going, we're building relationships with national chains that are, um, I probably shouldn't say the names right now, but um, <laughs> exciting. And um, through distributors, we plan to be in over 30 countries um, much like our competitors um, over the next maybe three to five years. That's amazing. Wow. You have so many things to look forward to. And I'm so excited to keep up with your product and keep talking to you about it throughout the months and years. And um, I'm so glad we um, did this podcast to talk about Wunko and a little bit about the history, how you did the bootstrapping and Gosh, we covered a lot, <laughs> but it. such amazing things and just what you're doing is so cool. Oh, thank you so much. I love Start and um, and thank you for including me in, in all of your events and, and what you're doing for the art and entrepreneur community here in Utah is fantastic. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's really sweet. I know I have um, gotten some compliments on this podcast and I'm just like, oh, this is about you. Like I, you know, start, it's such a pleasure and it's something I'm so passionate about doing. I love it. So anything I could do to help. Yeah. Um, I love the uh, programs that you have on uh, First Fridays and the music and the poetry. And, you know, especially during the time of lockdown, um, it really offered, you know, me at least, I'm sure many other people that are in, in your um, community, a chance to feel connected. Really, really wonderful. Thanks. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful day, Terry. Go enjoy the sunshine, shine the beach. You're in Santa Monica. You need uh -huh. to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Cool. Thanks, Thanks so much. So much. And I'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. To learn more about START, visit strt.com. The music featured on this podcast is from Jay Warren, a Utah local artist, and it is from his newest album, Give Love, and the single is called Take It Higher. Take my hand and feel my heart before you. Ooh, I like the way you move. Don't stop the way you groove. Girl, do the things you do.